Welcome back to Fig and Farm at Home. I am so glad you're here. If you are new here, hey, I'm Danny. I am the host here, and I am so glad that you're listening today. Today is a little bit different of a conversation. It's a second part of a three-part series because we are in a brand new year. So this series is called New Year, New You. And we're taking just a teeny tiny little pivot today talking about this little whisper you might hear that tells you or nudges you to do something different, to try something new, to be brave in a new way. And I can't wait to dive in so that you might be encouraged to take stock and inventory of that whisper you might be hearing to try something different to try something new, whether it is a hobby, it is a job, it is writing a book, it is pursuing a dream that you've always had on your heart, whatever that is, I hope that you get encouragement from today's show. I'm sitting down with Stephanie Gass, the host of The Stephanie Gass Show. She is my coach and mentor, and she is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to taking action and following your dreams. But it's not just dream making we're talking about. She is a CEO, she's a wife, boy mom, coffee lover, and a PJs all day enthusiast. She helps women get clear on their niche, start a podcast, and grow a successful online business God's way. She's the host of the top 0.5% globally ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gass Show. She believes it's possible to partner with God to create impact and income without sacrificing or buying into social media hustle. You are in for a real treat today, friends. Sit back, enjoy, get out your pen and paper because you're going to want to take notes. Enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget, and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank, and I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Hey, Steph. Thanks so much for joining me on the Fig and Farm at Home podcast. Hi, Danny. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So the reason I wanted to talk to you today is because I have been hearing over the course of the last year from a lot of my listeners about this idea of they're kind of done with their nine to five job. They're a little bit Mm -hmm. bored. They're a little bit angsty and they have this teeny tiny whisper on their heart, this thing that is nudging them forward a little bit. Mm. And I know both you and I have felt that nudging and that we're we're calling it a calling. Uh I believe it was a calling for me to start this podcast um, and serve these mamas. But I, you know, I I've wondered, I've stopped myself from speaking to them about what to do other than just jump. So yeah. I wanted you to speak from your expertise, but before we do that, sure. can you tell my listeners who you are and why maybe you are the expert on this. Sure. So I'm so excited to have this conversation with you guys today. And I'm Stephanie Gass, like Danny mentioned, 
And I help women grow their online businesses so that they can honestly make money online doing what they absolutely love. And so I have a podcast um, called the Stephanie Gas Show. And I'm really, I I have coined this as like the go-to podcast for online business for Christian women. And how we got there is I started this coaching business about four years ago. I had started my podcast and people kept knocking on the door. Like, do you coach? Do you coach? Do you coach? And I said, I guess let's try it out. <laughs> so I started sitting with women and after hundreds of these calls came to discover that every one of these women had this thing that they felt they were supposed to do, but they couldn't quite put their finger on it. What am I? I'm feeling unfulfilled. I'm feeling like there's more. I feel like there's something. And some of them, it was a business and some of them, it was a ministry, but it was a thing. And and we discovered that like each one of these women, as I sat with them, call after call after call, they all had this purpose over their life, but they didn't know how to take action on making that purpose, something tangible. And so after about three years of that, I ended up creating a course called clarify your calling. And that was the stepping stone to where I am now, which is really helping women who get that clarity, make it tangibly into an online business. Cause that's typically what they've, even if it's not to want to make money from it, even if it's a ministry, even if it's something we treat it like a business, because that's how you go and you push this thing that you're trying to bring into the world and you get it into other people's lives. So that's kind of what that evolution has looked like. And, um, it's been really fun. It's been really cool. And it's been so fulfilling for me to help each and every one of these women realize that this doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. And it's actually so much more simple than they think to start moving into this place. Right. Right. So what would you say, like, if there's a a gal who's telling us this story, if she was sitting here in the room with us and she's saying, you know, I work this office job, but it's just not fulfilling. I go here every day and I can't wait to get home, but I have been hearing this little whisper, this little nudge. And, you know, I don't know what to do. What would you say to that girl? Sure. So the first thing is don't ignore it because any of those, I call them Holy spirit nudges, or sometimes they can be seen as like a discernment alarm going off. They're not on accident. So anytime that I've been called to pivot or that a big shift was coming, I constantly felt that feeling. And I kind of explained it in the beginning as like, you start asking questions like, isn't there more, is this it? should I do blank? And you start, these questions start to arise. Those are not from nowhere. Right. The first thing is stop pushing it away. Right. The second thing is, you know, for me, I don't believe that you can move into what you're called to do without your faith as a 100% component. So the second thing is to stop and pray. And so that prayer for me looked like, God, I think I'm supposed to do this thing. And this can be anything. It could be I think I'm called to homeschool my kids. I think I'm called to start a side business of this thing that I love, or I've started to do. I think I'm supposed to help women in their fitness. I think I'm supposed to start a life coaching business. I think I should write. I think I, I think I should write a book. It doesn't matter what that little thing is for you. There's a reason that God is prompting you to start looking at it. And so the prayer for me was, Lord, I want to grow this online business for me. That's what it was. And I want to coach these women through this thing, but I don't even know what that means. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it makes money. I have no idea of the how or the outcomes. 
Will you please help me find the first step and find confidence to even be open to this? Right. And so that was the prayer because you can't, you can't move forward on your own because you're in it. You're yourself. There's too much confusion. There's too much noise. There are people in your life that love you so much. They want you to stay really safe and do everything you've done forevermore. <laughs> but between you and the Lord, he knows what you're capable of and he knows what you're called for. So that prayer will unlock something in you that just allows possibility to begin flowing in. So that's the second step. Right. Yeah. And you said something really, um, something I want to talk about actually, and something where I know I landed in and that was the people around you love you so much. They want you to stay safe. And then there is that like, Oh, crud, what this is scary. It's scary to go outside of your comfort zone and it's scary to extend yourself. And what, what, what if you fail? What if you fail? What would you, what would you, (laughs) what would you say to that girl? You know, I would say that you will fail. You will fall. This will feel uncomfortable. There's no, there's no great success story. There's no person that you look up to in your life. There's no one even in scripture that didn't have to walk through something that felt uncomfortable, that felt almost impossible even, and that made no sense. Yeah. Right. Like, you know lay down your fishing rod and come fish fish for men. Like, excuse me. Like I'm supposed to quit doing what I've always done to go do this thing. I've never done. Right. Can you imagine? And, and like this, there's no prep, there's no training, there's nothing. It's a go command. And this is often what we hear when we're moving into our calling. It will, you will feel fear and you will feel um, uncomfortable and you will be lacking in courage, but that's almost the clue Yeah, that you're onto something and you've got to, this is where your faith will be tested because this is where that trust factor comes in and it comes in hard. Like, are you going to trust God to see you through these next few steps until it makes sense? Right. There's no way that it makes sense. I heard in 2018, I have a really long story of lots and lots of failures in my, on my seeking my calling journey. (laughs) But in 2018, I heard, I had a prophetic dream and it said, start a podcast. I didn't even really know what my brand was yet. I had no, I didn't have the right title. I didn't know who really I was even helping and how, and it was so clear and it was so divine that I said, okay. And I plugged it in and I just started talking and got in that first year alone, hundred thousand downloads, tens of thousands of women in the community. People started asking for coaching. I didn't need to know the how, because he had already paved the way. Yeah. So please lean into that fear and just try to focus on one day at a time. So that's really that, that resistance that comes in. And then the third step, once you're like, okay, I'm available to lean into like, whatever this thing is that God's calling me to do. I don't know how, I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know how I, probably you don't have the money to make that happen. It's going to have to seem impossible because that's where he creates the possible. <laughs> so just know it's right where you're supposed to be. It's the messy middle. Welcome to it. You're going to live there for a while. Right. We're going to live there for a while. So that third step is to inventory. Cause now we got to figure out what is it? How do I take those first few steps? I really want to encourage you not to look at some big, weird, audacious outcome. Yeah. For example, like, okay, I want to, I want to leave this corporate job and become a food coach, for example. Okay. That's great. But that's a really big, scary, audacious thing that is going to make absolutely no sense today. Right. 
Right. So for me, I might encourage my students to, Hey, let's inventory. If you were to just start doing some stuff with the food coaching for fun for now, and you were to start growing an audience there and playing with the solutions that you have, what would step one be? Right. And we kind of start tiptoeing into like, we want to inventory the first three steps. And we just want to stay in the first three steps for a while, a few months, because if we start chasing this big, scary, weird, audacious goal, first of all, you don't even know what your business or brand will be. Right. You've got to play with the marketing and messaging. And then you're going to feel like a failure when you don't leave the job in 90 days. Cause that's not realistic. Right. And it's anybody like, that's telling you that is not telling you the truth. Right. Yeah. It's like the idea of, Hey, I'm going to, if your audacious goal is I'm going to run a marathon and your first step isn't buying the shoes. Your first step is going to run the marathon. That would be incredibly intimidating. And you probably would fail and fall and really hurt yourself. Totally. <laughs> if I got the shoes and then ran around the block the first day. Yes, Danny. And ran around the block the second day. Then you can build yourself up. And I think what I'm hearing you say is that is the same thing that you would do if you're chasing this little dream. Any little dream. I love that so much. Keeping focus, keep focused on that first one to three steps. So that's all you have to do when in the inventory phase is what are my first three steps here? And even if it feels muddy, you're like, am I going to run a marathon or am I going to, am I going to teach or am I going to run a half marathon or am I going to be um, a power walker or like, you don't know, but all you know is you should buy the shoes and you should go around the block. That's right. what you know right now. Right. So right. Write down, like, here's what I know right now. And here's step one and maybe step two and maybe step three. And you go start. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then the next step and final step and just kind of getting this whole process going is you've got to take action. So here's where, you know, the step I got to buy the shoes. I'm going to run around the block, but you're like, maybe next week, maybe next month it's cold outside. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling a little puffy right now. I'm going to wait till I get in shape to run around the block. <laughs> you guys, right? Like I want to homeschool my kids, but maybe next year, maybe yeah. when they're one more year older, maybe, you know, and, and there's so all these maybes and whens are coming into your vocabulary and you're finding all these excuses and reasons why now is not the time. Right. And I'm here to tell you that as soon as you have written on your paper, which I hope that you pause this episode and do it now, or as soon as Danny and I are done that you sit down and you get out that paper, that pen and you, well, first you pray, ask the Lord about it. And then you're inventorying your three steps. And when, as soon as that pen tells you what step one is tomorrow, even today, today or tomorrow, what go begin step one, because your life doesn't life does not settle down. Right. Life keeps going. New challenges are going to find you because everything is going to come at you the second you're pursuing your calling. And so just armor up Psalms 91, one armor up in with God, walk this out beside him and just know you are unavailable for anything to take you off the track of step one, right? Not the end, this big, scary end result. We don't even have to look at that right now, but just step one. And you've got to take action. You're going to go out and you're going to buy the running shoes. That's all you got to do today. So then you're going to come back to your paper and say, step two said, run around the block. I'm going to do that today, or I'm going to do that tomorrow. Yeah. And you're going to come back to your paper and say, what is step three? Maybe it says run around the block plus 10 more steps the next day. Right. you know, and that's it. And that's all. And there's no pressure. I think a few permission slips as well. No pressure. 
there's no timeline on something fun. There's no timeline on a calling. There's no, you have the rest of your life for this thing to work out for you. So as long as you're taking action on each step, one at a time, you can bless and release any type of weird timeline that comes from where nowhere and know that I am doing the next right thing right now. And that is good enough. Right. And what would you say? Like, you know, I was in that space too, in that taking action and I was in my own way. I was so afraid of not necessarily jumping and, you know, having people who didn't know me listen to what I had to say. I was mm-hmm. so afraid of the people who loved me most mm-hmm. or the people I would run into in the totally. school. And th- that was terrifying. Like, how, what would you say to, to encourage these women to say, you know, look beyond that. Don't worry yeah. about people who are. Sure. I love that. And so was I. And so am I sometimes even Danny. But the reality that I came to discover after four years, I've been a full-time entrepreneur now for 11 years. I've done all kinds of weird things. And my family's (laughs) like, Ski, what? What What is she doing now? And mine too. (laughs) And now here I am, you know, four years into full-time podcasting and this brand that I've built now. And I'm here to tell you that no one's even looking at me. That's the weird part. Like, you know, I'll sit down and go to like, holiday events or whatnot and be like, oh yeah, you have like a podcast or something, right? Like nobody's actually paying any attention to what I'm doing because what I'm doing is not serving those people around me. Right. So you have so much freedom to know that you go walk out your calling for who it's meant to serve and let it, let it be a hobby. Let it be for fun for a little while until you figure out if it's not, if it's more than that and know that no one's really even looking at you. No one's looking at you to validate your, your, your options. You're not, it's not a discussion. It's, Hey, I'm going to go run around the block. Great. Have fun. Yeah. Nobody cares. They don't care. They're not judging you the way that we think they're judging us. Right. Even, and even when I would share really vulnerable stuff on my podcast and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be received. Like everyone's going to be judging me. And all I got was love back. Everyone that came back with love, with encouragement. And if anyone felt awkward about it, they just didn't bring it up. And I'm like, great. So either they didn't notice they were really encouraging or they decided just to ignore it. And so, so much permission here. Fear is not from God. Let's get that very, very clear. Fear is something that's created and it's the deception by the enemy to keep you from doing something. That's all it is. Right. When you push through your fear, what you discover is that your fear is often never realized the way that you think it would have played out, that it's often 10 times easier than this fear, this facade of this fear, um, what it would really look like is nothing like this thing that you created in your heart and mind. So the best thing I can do is go, I feel a little afraid of this right now, but I'm pushed through it as fast as I can to prove to myself what the reality of the situation actually is. Right. And then I'm not afraid anymore. Cause I, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, exactly. And then once you get used to kind of stepping out into that fear, you get used to the idea that it wasn't that bad. So then you take the next step and there's beauty there in that. I don't want to call it a hamster wheel, but this idea of I stepped out, no one made fun of me when I ran around the block. No one no. threw rocks at me when I ran around the block. I did uh-huh. it. Let's go now down the street. Yeah. Sure. And you know, what's kind of fun about that. 
it takes so much pressure, not only off of you, but it takes pressure off of your loved ones freaking out. For example, oh my gosh, I'm going to run a marathon, everyone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you think in your heart, like that's the end result, but all you have to communicate right now is I'm going to start running. I'm going to run around the block now. Yeah. Okay. And then in two months from now, when you've run around, you've run five miles around the block, no one's shocked or weirded out when you're like, now I'm going to run a marathon. Great. So it's almost like you're allowing yourself to transition into this new calling or this new thing with so much ease and low pressure, but you're also allowing everyone that loves you and cares about you to transition with you. So it's not so much pressure and not such a shock for them either. Right. Right. Exactly. Easy, simple. Yeah. And how do you discern, like, I mean, I know you mentioned too, that, you know, if you hear this little nudge, if you hear this little whisper, the first step was to just lean into it and not ignore it. Mm -hmm. But how do you, how do you discern if it is a calling or if it is just a idea? Mm, Okay. That's funny that you bring this up. I just recorded a podcast episode yesterday, Danny, on the four things to do before you make a big decision in your life or business. Okay. So those four steps, one is to pause because sometimes we're like, I'm going to go buy the shoes and you're running out to buy the shoes before you really thought this thing through, you know, or like you've signed up for a marathon that's next month. Yeah. <laughs> so one is pause. Cause I'm a big action taker. And I think Danny, you're opposite of me probably where it's like, so we can get, this can be either way where you're, you're so frozen in it's gotta be right. Or I've got another way that you don't do anything at all. And then you can be a staff gas. you are like, Oh, cool. I'm gonna take action tomorrow. And I don't even know. So you yeah. got to pause for just a minute. You have to really think about, okay. And this kind of goes with our step one, which is like, is this right? Start asking yourself some questions. Step two is pray, which goes along with our second step here as well, because God will tell you, um, Lord, I'm thinking of doing a thing. I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to, I think I might want to become a life coach, but step one of that would be what maybe step one of that is just looking up today. What is life coaching and how does it work? Maybe that's step one. And you start praying, Lord, is this for me? If if this is for me, would you open those doors? If it's not, please slam them in my face. That's what I tell the Lord. Of course he's so kind and he doesn't do it like that. I'm like, just slam it, just slam it. I, I can handle it. (laughs) So I'm praying. And some, if I don't hear him, I keep moving forward, but I have awareness that he might come in and close that door when he wants it to be closed. So I'm praying. That's the second step. The third step is seek wise counsel. Mm -hmm. And what this one for me means is I'm going to run this by the people that I know are going to give me unsolicited biblical advice. Right. So if this is not, this doesn't have to be the people closest to you in your life. This is, these are the people maybe that you were in, you really trust that you were in a business mastermind with maybe for some of you, it's your spouse. Maybe for some of you, it's a a close friend, but it's, I'm really thinking about this thing. I've prayed. I'm feeling good about that. I've paused. I've really thought through it. I would love to just hear from a, you know, and I always frame it like from a biblical perspective yeah. is do you think that this is the right decision for me? And if yes, why? And if not, why? Right. Because sometimes we just can't get out of our own way on something. And often I just get a permission slip from them or I get it. Absolutely not. You haven't thought about blank, blank and blank. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Let me rethink about that a little bit. Right. And then pray specifically over those things that you have. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then the fourth one is plan. So before you go and you decide through this whole thing, you've got to plan this out because 
do you have the time to run around the block right now? Is now, is, is this the week, right? The, right. And, and so often, yes, it is the, the right time for step one, but maybe it's only step one for a while yeah. or it's only step two for a little while. So those are my four things that I go through. And then I just have a complete willingness to get into something and then to be willing to either pivot, readjust just a little bit, or even decide that this wasn't for me. I'm not afraid of testing. Yeah. I'm not afraid of trial and error. And I, I can tell you guys from 11 years of doing this, there was not one thing that was completely wasted, even though I messed up a lot and I've failed a lot in my journey, everything was preparing me for today. Yeah. So, so don't be afraid of like, this has to look just right, or this has to be perfect. Or until I know exactly that this is a hundred percent going to work out for me, you do nothing, go ahead and start and know that if you ran around the block the first time and you fall it's okay. There's a band-aid. You can heal and start, try again tomorrow with different running shoes or a different route or with a friend. Right. So those are the things that I go through to, to decide, is this a distraction or is this really this calling that I'm supposed to pursue? Right. And you know, one of the things stuff I tell, you know, even all of my clients is when they're wanting these big changes in their homes is really, yeah. what is the worst that can happen? And I think that this is so applicable here too what is the worst that can happen? You, you just mentioned you could fall and, and trip, which I've done when I've gone running and yep. doesn't feel very good, but I just put the bandaid on and dust myself off. And here I go. Yep. And what really is the worst that can happen? Yeah. Nothing. The worst yep. that can happen is you're this much closer to something that God wouldn't have planted it in your heart if it, there wasn't something there. So yep. you're going to be inching yourself forward. Maybe it's not as fast as you want, yeah. Maybe it's not as easy as you want, but none of those are promised. It's right. that you're called to do a thing. That is the clear 100%. We know this to be true. So you've got to let go of all the rest of those pieces, the expectations, um, the timeline on it, all of that, and just lean into the next right step. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of think the worst that can happen is you not responding to it. You just staying stuck and hold up in that fear of what if someone watches me when I go run around the block or, you know, we're, we're kind of beating this idea to death, but it's a good one that about the running analogy, but I love the, I love your analogy so much. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, but really staying stuck in that fear and not moving forward because, you know, we only live this life once, right? We only get this one opportunity. And so if we are feeling that, that little nudge, that little whisper. I absolutely agree. Lean into it. Cause what is the worst that can happen? Yeah. yeah. So if people are wanting to connect with you a little bit more and learn from you, from clarify your calling, what, what does that look like? What would they, what would they learn there? So I actually have a free workshop, which is where I would get started. If you're like, I think I have this calling, but I'm not exactly sure how to realize it, how to find those first three steps how it makes sense if whether it be some type of ministry or business or just big decision in your life. And that would be a great place to start. It's free. It's about 45 minutes long. And that free workshop is um, freeclarityworkshop.com. So you guys can do that. I do have a course as well, if that's something you want to pursue, but start with the free class just to see, meet me and see what does this method really look like to dig through and find out my calling. And then the last place that you can come and just learn more about what this might look like here. Lots of success stories from people is my podcast, which is the Stephanie gas show. And that's S T E F 
A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, uh, the Stephanie Gas Show, anywhere you listen to podcasts, and then just pray, lean in because there are answers for you. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And sometimes those answers are like the neon light, right? Yes. Slamming door. And sometimes those answers are just as simple as those little whispers that my mamas are hearing and asking about. Those little tugs, those little Holy Spirit nudges. Yeah. Lean in. Yep. Yep. I, I prefer the neon light to be quite honest. Me too. <laughs> Don't we like, Just tell me. I'm like, yeah. do you mind? I would love a big booming voice of God to tell me exactly what to do right now, but that's not how he works because it, the whole thing is that we will trust him. And so we can't, tr- we have to trust him by, you know, have faith by things unseen. We have to lean in and go, I don't know the way, but that's part of this whole thing is learning to trust a little bit deeper without knowing exactly how it's going to all make sense. Exactly. Exactly. And what a great example that your show and what your, your calling is, I mean, is leaning into that and um, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Danny. You're welcome. Well, gosh, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. So welcome. Thanks everybody. That was a fun conversation, wasn't it? Stephanie brings a wealth of knowledge to this area and her boldness in stepping out in faith and really leaning into this idea of, is this a calling? Is this a whisper? Is this a distraction? Those tips are so good. So I encourage you today too, to really don't ignore that thing that is whispered on your heart, that thing that you keep thinking about. Should I write that book? Should I open up that gym? Should I whatever it is. Should you? What is the worst that can happen if you take inventory, if you pray over it, if you think about what the first few steps would be? If we can dissect it and not think about that end goal, but think about the first step, that baby step, what is the worst that can happen if you take the baby step? All right, friends. Until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, Would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.